women have been conditioned by society to be, act, and think a certain way. Here at Girls IRL, we encourage women to challenge societal norms and embrace their femininity. With that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Clayton. Happy Monday. We are well into September. Okay, like we have one more week of September left, if I'm not mistaken. And honestly, I'm just like, where the heck is the time going? Because this honestly makes no sense to me. But I must say that I'm very excited about fall approaching. I live in Louisiana. So it's not technically fall yet but the weather that we've been having has been so nice it's still been hot obviously but there's been like a slight breeze in the morning and it's just like so refreshing it feels so nice so I'm really excited for fall this year actually I don't know summer is my favorite season but for like the past two years, I've been very into like fall and spooky season. And I don't know why. Maybe because I never really got to celebrate as a kid, like Halloween and stuff. And now that I've gotten older, I like dress up and I go and do spooky things. And it's like really fun. Um, So that's been something new in my life. If we want a little life update, I'm turning into a fall girly. Okay. Um, But yeah, as I'm currently recording this, I am getting ready to leave for our volleyball tournament so what's today today is wednesday so by the time you guys hear this obviously it'll be monday but we have a tournament in hammond this weekend so i'm literally leaving in like the next hour or so and i was like let me just try and get the podcast recording out of the way so that i don't have to do it when i come back on sunday because then i'm just going to be rushing and i don't want it to be rushed um but yeah last week was a big week for me because i launched merch as you guys know and again I just want to take a moment to thank everybody who has ordered merch who has you know supported me throughout this who has sent me messages and saying that they love the concept and the designs and everything it really does mean a lot to me and I'm just so happy like I said last week that it's finally out and that you guys can enjoy these pieces um so yeah if you haven't ordered yours yet there is still some left on the site you can go and grab it while you can because this is definitely like just a very limited launch and the next thing that I come out with is obviously going to be new and different and fresh um so this is like a once in a lifetime thing you get it now or you don't ever get it okay (laughs) but I just honestly feel like there's been so much that has happened this past week not in my life personally but just like in the freaking world I literally was almost tempted to do like a pop culture column for this week's episode just because there was so much that happened and I still kind of want to like discuss certain things that has happened this past week um but I'm not gonna do like a whole pop culture episode but I honestly think that would be really fun for me to do so maybe I'll do that as an upcoming episode I don't know I think it would just be really fun for me to give my opinions on what's going on in pop culture and my reactions to things I don't know (laughs) could be a new little segment of the podcast maybe but yeah instead of doing the pop culture episode I realized that it is the 
one year anniversary of the last episode of season two, which was actually September 13th. So by the time you guys hear this, we're already like a week late of the anniversary. Um, but I was looking at through my archives on Instagram and I noticed it and I was like, wow, like it's really been a whole year since I like made the decision to stop the podcast and just like rebrand and now we're here um and I just feel like I was in such a different time in my life when I recorded that episode so I feel like today I just want to give you guys an update on my quarter life crisis and like where I am now and what's been different and just kind of giving you guys an update on how I you know, managed to make it out on the other side alive. Um, Because like I said, in that episode, and if you haven't listened to it, I highly suggest that you do. Um, But not a lot of people talk about, you know, dealing with a quarter life crisis and all of the things that play into that. And it's different for everybody, obviously. And I only talked about my personal experiences and was very transparent about where I was in my life at the time. Um, But it was just so relatable to so many people. And I don't just kind of want to leave y'all with like, okay, that's my quarter life crisis. And that's it. Like, I definitely want to give you guys kind of an update on things that have changed, my outlooks that might have changed, relationships that obviously have changed. Um, So I just wanted to give y'all a little, you know, I guess one major life update episode in regard to my quarter life crisis and where I am now and all that good stuff. But before we do that, like I said, I still kind of want to get into what the heck has been going on in the world lately. So clearly, we all know Queen Elizabeth rest in peace she has died and that honestly has just sent the world in a freaking frenzy whether it be good or bad but we all know twitter is the place to go if you want a meme a good laugh somebody to just be talking reckless and stupid and y'all did not disappoint with the queen elizabeth memes and jokes and all the things i was literally dying laughing so hard i was like bro we cannot take anything seriously but on a serious note I do know that you know Queen Elizabeth she's kind of a controversial character in history and you know although she was a woman in power and we love that and I'm sure she had good intentions and was just probably kind of like stuck in her ways we all know you know what she did to our girl Megan and I just can't stand for that, you know, and even like on social media, I've seen like pictures of her with Hitler and all of these things. And it's just like such a controversial woman in history. And, you know, for England, like clearly you're mourning the loss of your quote unquote leader. Like she literally didn't do much of anything. (laughs) The monarchy is just there just literally for tourists, tourists, tourists. (laughs) But um, I mean, she she I don't know I guess for me personally like going back to Princess Diana and just like everything I feel like consistently she has just not been a good person and everybody's gonna die at some point not saying that like I wish death on anybody but like she was old she lived a very full life she did a lot of things and it was just her time to go so it was just really 
interesting to like see people, you know, praising her, saying like, oh, like she's such an icon, like she did this, this and this. And I'm like, not to negate the things that she did. And I quite honestly don't even know what the heck that she did (laughs) other than sit on the throne and reign for the last 30 years. But we cannot deny the fact that she has done some not great things also. Um, and it's okay if people like don't really care about her death. Like literally the I saw a TikTok about England shutting down everything for September 19th because I guess that's when her funeral is or that's when they're burying her and like doctor's offices are being closed and appointments are being canceled and surgeries are being rescheduled. And it's like we cannot filter our entire life around the death of this one person because like we have billions of other lives going on and people who have been on wait lists for things and like going to see doctors and all this stuff not everything is getting pushed back and it's just like why like what is the point we can all just watch on tv the ceremony because i'm sure they're gonna air it and you can just do that from your doctor's office like why you gotta close down everything i don't know i just feel like if our president died like if president joe biden died today i don't think we would well we probably would i don't know i just i don't think that we'd be shutting down the entire country to like bury our leader because i feel like most people really don't care that much it's like okay you're up there but what are you really doing for me like you know what i'm saying and that's what it boils down to like this woman she was in this high up in this hierarchy but it's like really what did you do for me you didn't do anything you were just a figure you were just there you're just a part of history and like kudos to you but like you just got lucky because literally you were born into this bloodline so it's just like you didn't do anything spectacular to get here you didn't do anything spectacular while you were you know in your reign and it's just like we can let it go, you know, like Megan Trainer says, you need to let it go. You need to let it go. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on from Queen Elizabeth, because I quite honestly just don't know enough about her to like deep dive into that other than the stuff that I've seen on social media and TikTok, because I really d- don't care about her. Um, I just know that she was mean to my girl, Megan, and we don't like that. So next (laughs) so another thing that i'm sure that we've all seen this past week was that disney released the trailer for the little mermaid that is going to be coming next year in may and i have been so excited for this movie ever since we learned that hallie was going to be casted as ariel and again social media went in a tizzy when this trailer came out because everybody's like her hair's not red enough she's black like mermaids aren't black you're changing the whole story and it's like oh my gosh like we can't we can't have anything (laughs) like we literally can't have anything people just want to be mad just to be mad and like what they don't understand is that this girl literally auditioned for the role multiple times like she had to work for it and she got it because she's literally freaking phenomenal and her voice is incredible and nobody can hold a candle to her so it's like why don't we just enjoy the story because the storyline is not changing Literally, the only thing that has changed is the color of her skin and maybe a shade darker of red than what we're used to seeing Ariel in. And people are just so upset 
it I say people, we all know who it is. It's it's the whiteies, okay? You know, we um we know who is causing the trouble. But beyond that, like I've seen so many TikTok videos from so many different sides of the spectrum. One where it's like people are being racist because, you know, they don't want to have a black aerial and people saying that scientifically you can't have a, a black mermaid. Like scientifically, mermaids don't even freaking exist. So let's start there. And then, you know, you I actually saw this very interesting video from a black creator and I don't I didn't like the video and I don't know the creators at. But she was saying, like, if they made Princess Tiana white, like we would all be upset, too. So, like, everybody's being hypocritical um, and we should just be a little bit more understanding because they've known this character as a white woman for the past 30 years. And now, like, it's changing. And if Princess Tiana was to be a white woman, like we would all be upset. But my thing is. Ariel being a black woman does not change that story. It does not change that narrative. Everything can still go exactly the same and happen the exact same way. Whereas if a white person was to play Princess Tiana, the whole narrative of the movie would be completely different because Princess Tiana, she is struggling as a black woman. You know, she is being discriminated against as a black woman when she's trying to buy the place for her restaurant. Like the whole dynamic of the story would change if a white person were to play princess tiana or even princess mulan or princess jasmine like all of these characters they have culture and it's very specific to their story whereas movies like the little mermaid and cinderella and beauty and the beast like there's no culture really attached to those movies it's all just a storyline and it's like you can anybody from any ethnicity and any race and any color can play these characters whereas these very race specific characters with these very specific um trials and tribulations that are unique only to that culture you can't have white people play that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really like I get, got where she was coming from, clearly, like just being a hypocrite in general. But I don't think she really thought that all the way through. But what I'm saying is I am hella excited to see The Little Mermaid. And I'm probably going to be in that movie theater bawling my eyes out in the opening scene when she is singing part of that world. Because even just the small part that we saw, I'm just like, oh, my God the runs the clarity of her voice like just everything it is so beautiful and I just know that they took their time with this movie and I think it's honestly going to be just a great remake so I'm super super excited for it and I will be first in line at that movie theater let me just tell you right now okay okay <laughs> what else happened this past week they had the Emmys oh baby they had the Emmys my girls and Daya looked so good she won her second Emmy as she should and I honestly did not watch the Emmys I just know what I've seen on social media and like the outfits and stuff but the one thing that like literally gave me goosebumps from the night that I saw the next day and I'm so upset that I did not like catch it live and on TV was Cheryl Lee Ralph who plays in Abbott Elementary which is also a show that I've seen episodes of but I haven't watched consistently and I'm very mad at myself for that and now like I definitely need to but she won her first Emmy and if y'all don't know who Cheryl Lee Ralph is let me just read you some of this lady's 
resume, okay? Because she has been doing this for years. First of all, she was in probably one of my favorite sitcoms of all time, Moesha, okay? We all know the show, Mo Titta. E to the A Mo to the E to the. She was Moesha's mom in that show and such a good show. Like I could rewatch that show a thousand times and literally never get sick of it. She's been on The Proud Family, which we all know is on Disney Channel. She was in Sister Act Two, which is just <laughs> that movie is so good. It's so much better than the original Sister Act. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for that. But Sister Act 2 was so much better than Sister Act 1. And I love that movie also. I'm pretty sure she was the girl's mom, like the character that Lauren Hill played. I'm pretty sure that she was her mom in that movie. Um, and I mean, she's been in so many other different movies and TV shows, but obviously her most recent one is Abbott, Abbott Elementary. And so she's been in the business for a long time and she is just now winning an Emmy. And it's just like, it's so crazy to me because I feel like she's been deserved this and she finally got her moment to shine and it was so beautiful and her speech was just chilling and it was honestly the most beautiful, most inspiring thing that I've ever heard in a hot minute. If you have not gotten a chance to listen to her speech, I'm telling you right now, go listen to it. As a matter of fact, no, because I know you're not going to do it. I'm going to put it in here for you guys. Okay, one second. had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever, ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, love me, thank you, thank you, thank you. Bro, you cannot listen to that and not instantly feel motivated to go do something like I'm sorry like I literally it still almost brings me to tears and she looked stunning the jewels in her hair stunning the long braid beautiful like uh everything was just perfect and it was very well deserved and I think it was just a really great reminder for all of us to keep pushing towards our goals even though it might seem like we're putting in so much work and so much effort and we're not getting anything in return like you're always going to to reap what you sow and the things that you're doing now are going to continually continuously be working for you in your future if you're doing the right thing and everything about that was just like oh my god I love her even more now (laughs) but yeah I just felt like I had to share that give you a little bit of motivational motivation on this Monday Um, The last thing that I want to talk about is actually kind of sad, but it is also something that happened this past week. Um, I don't know if everybody knows, which I'm sure because it's been all over social media, but PNB Rock was shot and killed um, this past week. And honestly, I'm just 
I'm so sick. Like I am just so sick of the violence and just it's like why? Like I honestly don't even have any words. It's just like why? Like what is the point? This person is there enjoying lunch with their girlfriend and we're going to get into the girlfriend in a minute. Um and then you just come and decide to rob them and just take their life away like who are you to do that and why do you feel the need to do that like what is so bad about your life that you feel the need to go and take somebody else's because you're not happy in yours and now both of your lives are ruined because you're about to go to jail and now he's dead and that's left his girlfriend in mourning his family in mourning his fans in mourning and it is just honestly so sick to me how often that this has happened especially in the hip-hop community and I wish that it would stop because it's not worth it and all these headlines and all of these RIPs and all these young people with so much talent who are just getting gunned down and having their lives written off like it just it doesn't make sense to me and I wish that we had a magic wand to just honestly fix everything in this messed up world but unfortunately we don't and this is where we're at right now and for the people who are coming for his girlfriend saying that she set him up that she knew that she shouldn't have posted their location whatever the case may be that no we're not gonna go there because this person is in mourning and here we are automatically trying to find somebody to pin this on we're not pinning this on her we're pinning this on the people who went into that I was about to say Waffle House. Roscoe's chicken and waffle or not even went inside, but waited for him out in the parking lot and shot him. That's who we're blaming. We're not going to blame the person that loved him, that cared for him, that was there with him when this happened. And she had to witness the most terrifying thing in her entire life. All because she posted a picture. We want to start making assumptions. First of all, he was not even in the picture. It was literally just a picture of the food. So it's not like she was like, here I am, camera in face, like with him in it. We're at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Come find us. Like, no, she just wanted to post a picture of her lunch, of her enjoying something in the moment. Like we all do on social media, literally every single person. And now she's getting blamed for something that she literally didn't even do. And it's just so sad. And We just have to do better and we have to be mindful of our words and what we say because, again, like I said, people are mourning and you don't want to start putting blame on somebody and making them feel even worse. I'm sure she already feels like it's her fault. I'm sure she already wishes that she never posted that picture, that she never, whatever the case may be. Like, I'm sure there's a thousand things in her head that she is blaming herself for and she does not need the public doing the same thing to her. So if that is you and if that is your theory... Let's just nip that in the bud right now, okay? Because no, we don't want to go down that route. We just want to be able to let her have the time that she needs to grieve the way that she needs to grieve and allow PNB Rock, which I don't even know what his real name is, his family to bury him and to mourn him and to grieve him in the way that they need to and to stop like circulating all these nasty ugly rumors and stories whether it's true whether it's not true whether it comes out to be that whatever the case may be it doesn't matter that's not what matters right now what matters right now is that somebody's life was taken away from them and now we need to bring justice to that family and to that person 
that is all. Okay, I'm going to get off of my soapbox now. And this is going to conclude our pop culture column for the week. Okay, there was just a lot that happened. And I felt like I needed to get this off my chest. And now I finally did it. And we can finally dive into what this episode is really about, (laughs) which is me catching you guys up on my life post my quarter life crisis, which again, if you have not listened to that episode, Come on. I mean, it's the most listened to episode for a reason. I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of did my thing on there. Honestly, have not listened to it since I posted it. Um, And I honestly probably should have so I could have seen like where my mind was at then and where I'm at now. But I kind of briefly remember like what I was talking about and what I was going through during that time in my life. So I'm just going to give you guys little mini updates. At the time that I was dealing with my quarter life crisis, I actually started dealing with it probably when I was like 24, like almost 25. So it was I was almost in the process of turning 25. And I remember this very specific moment that I had in my room, maybe about three and a half weeks before my 25th birthday and I actually recorded a voice memo because at the time in my life I was so conflicted and so confused and there was just a lot that I was struggling with internally and the major thing that I believe that I was struggling with at that time was whether or not like I wanted to stay in my relationship with my boyfriend at the time who we now know that I'm currently no longer with but I had just kept kind of going back and forth between like should I stay should I go but I'm not really happy but like I also don't want to hurt him and I also was cheating on him at the time and like talking to this other person and being emotionally attached to them which I promise I'll do an episode all about my cheating and all that thing a different day but today's not a day okay just know that that is where my head was at and I knew that I was hurting him and I knew that it wasn't fair to him but I also knew that it wasn't fair to me to stay in a situation that I was not happy in but I just could not bring myself to quote unquote be the bad guy um and I know that I've always been an indecisive person I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast and so in this audio message which I'm going to play for you guys in a second I was just going back and forth and talking about my indecisiveness and how I've never been able to make a choice and how I've always been scared about making choices and how even though I knew that whatever choice I made would be good I just never really knew what choice would be better or best and I was just basically like having this conversation with myself and it's about a minute and a half long um and I will play the whole thing just so you guys know where I was mentally at the time Um, But yeah, it was just a voice memo that I said to myself to just kind of pinpoint where I was at in my life at that time as I was approaching 25 and really heading into my quarter life crisis. So here it is. I've always been indecisive and I've always had this desire to want to know if there's more. Am I missing something? Am I doing the right thing? Is there something better out there for me? My mom always tells this story of when I was a kid and she would take me to the candy store and nine times out of 10, I would leave with nothing because I was so indecisive and I couldn't choose which candy I wanted. (laughs) It didn't matter that either one I chose would have been good. I just didn't know what would have been better 
And as I've gone throughout my adult life, I've carried that with me. I've always wanted to know, is there something better? Am I picking the right thing? My indecisiveness has always been my superpower and my weakness all at the same time. It can be hard not knowing what you want all the time, but just knowing that you want something great and something amazing, but you're just not sure what that is or feeling like you aren't happy enough. Yeah, you have happy moments, but could you be happier? Is there more out there that you're missing out on? I'm trying to change this about myself, but honestly, it's a little bit harder than I thought. And as I approach 25, I am just grappling with this question of, is there more? What am I missing out on, if anything? Am I choosing the right things, the right friends, the right significant other, the right jobs, the right opportunities? I don't know. (laughs) But I I think that's one of the most beautiful things of life is that you don't have to know. And I want to be okay with not knowing and with just enjoying every single moment as it comes and knowing that no matter which route I choose, whether A or B, they'll both be good, just like the candy at the candy store. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Did she write this down and like read it? Because when I went back to listen to this, I was like, how was this not scripted like at all? But when I tell you, I literally just pressed record with my phone laying on my chest and I was laying down in bed. And what time did I record this? It was wait, it doesn't tell me it just says March 19th, 2021. I'm pretty sure it was like one o'clock in the morning. And these were just raw thoughts that I was having that I was speaking out loud for the first time about how scared I was of making the wrong choice and not knowing and, you know, really just trying to come to terms with being okay with the unknown, which I feel like I've mentioned a lot in the podcast, you know, like the unknown is scary, but the unknown is also like what's beautiful about life. Like you never know what you can expect. You don't know what's going to happen. You just kind of have to live life and go with the flow and let the things that be be. Um, And so that's really where I was at the time where I was turning 25 was I was just grappling with this idea of is there more out there for me? Am I stippling myself by staying in this relationship? Am I stunting my growth by not, you know, taking different opportunities or moving out of my house sooner or, you know, like just taking risks and chances like these were all things that I was struggling with at that time. And it kind of overtook my mind a lot. And even it even when I had my birthday, and I went throughout my whole like, year of my 25th year, It was just kind of like me learning myself and accepting the fact that the life that I pictured for myself is not 
quite happening the way that I wanted it to, but to learn to be okay with that and to learn that like every choice that I've made in my life has led me to this moment, whether it's been a good choice or a bad choice. And one thing that I've learned now that I've gotten older is that I don't really think there's such thing as a good choice and a bad choice. Like obviously there's right and wrong and we know what right and wrong is, but I think that you just make choices and you deal with what comes with that choice, whether it be quote unquote good or bad. So if you decide to go and rob somebody and shoot them, like now you have to deal with the consequences of spending the rest of your life in jail. Whereas if you decide to take a risk and move to a new city and follow your dreams, now you have the consequence of being able to have the career that you've always wanted and make money doing the thing, the thing that you make money doing the thing that you love. Um, so again, I don't think that there's a such thing as a good or a bad choice anymore. I think that life gives you the opportunity to make choices and whatever choice you decide to make at that point, that's just how your life is going to play out. You know what I'm saying? So you just suffered those consequences, whether it be a good consequence or a bad consequence. Um, So that's like one of the main things that I've learned from 25 to 26 is that I don't have to have everything figured out and I don't have to bank the rest of my life on making quote unquote good choices. I just have to make choices that are good to me in that moment. And if that means hurting somebody else, if that means letting somebody go, if that means moving away from something, then so be it because that's what I have to do for me in that specific moment to be happy and to feel like I'm going to fulfill my purpose and my destiny here on this earth. And to not feel sorry or guilty about it. And I think that's the one thing that kept me in my relationship for so long was guilt and guilt from knowing that when I left him, I was going to hurt him, but also guilt from knowing that like, I'm literally texting this other guy while I'm on the phone with you. And I know that that's not right, but I can't help myself because I'm so unhappy here and I'm looking for this happiness in other places. And not that that was an excuse at all, because there's no excuse for cheating, honestly. And it's something that I still hate myself for to this day and something I've had to work through a lot and do a lot of self-forgiveness and self-reflection but it's something that I did and it's something that I'm willing to own up to and it's a part of my story and it's allowed me to become a better person because of it and it might have been ugly in the moment and it really hurt my ex in the moment but Looking back, I was able to take away so much from that one life experience that I now can apply to other aspects in my life and to other relationships in my life and learn lessons that I don't think that I would have learned otherwise. So really like that whole time of me going through my quarter life crisis, you know, it was me figuring out me and like trying to recognize this version of myself that I had turned into. And I honestly, I couldn't. The only time that I ever felt like myself was when I was creating, was when I was podcasting, was when I was doing something creatively. Um, And other than that, I felt trapped. I felt stuck. I felt like I had nowhere to go and no one to turn to and that no one would understand me. Um, And it was a really weird and depressive place to be in. And looking back now, like thinking back, I didn't 
have to be in that space. Like I could have allowed people in. I could have talked through things with someone and I could have asked for help, but I didn't because again, the guilt that I felt and the shame that I felt about what I knew I was doing to another person. I was like, I don't want anybody to know that like, this is what I'm struggling with. You know, I, I never thought that that would be me. And I found myself in this situation and I was, it was just kind of like, how did I get here? Who am I? Who am I becoming? Who am I turning into? Because this is not the Mariah that I know. And this is not the Mariah that I want to be. So really going through the year of 25 was me redefining who I was as a person and coming back to terms with my true self. And so in year 25, I did end up having the courage to have that conversation with my ex and, you know, tell him like, hey, I'm not happy right now. And like, I just need a break. I need space. I need to figure this out because I don't know who I am anymore. And, you know, I took two months to myself, which honestly was not enough, but it got me to a place to see what I was capable of and reminded me of who I was in that two months, which I've mentioned also on the podcast, I created the most that I ever created. I was booking social media campaigns, like my very first ones that I was actually starting to get paid for. Really, I booked three modeling campaigns that summer. Like I it was just so crazy how I was going through the most upsetting depressive episode of my life but yet on the other hand I had all of these amazing opportunities and things handed to me you know I I didn't understand it and I was just kind of like this is kind of cruel like I I feel like I don't even deserve these moments right now because of the things that I've done and because of the things that I've been through but again I had to remind myself that I am not my mistakes. And that just because I did something bad doesn't mean that I don't deserve something good. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a lot of self discovery and self growth and really just coming to terms with like who Mariah was again. And you know, because I was doing so well, and I felt like I was making so much progress, I thought that that meant that like, it was time for me to get back into my relationship. So you know, I go back to my ex and I'm like, you know, I think I'm ready. Like, I think I just needed to take this time. But now I know like, I've done all these great things. And like, the only person that I want to do this with is you and blah, blah, blah. And at the time, like that was how I felt. Um, but I also think that I had a lot of irrational fears, fears about never being able to find someone like him again, fears about never being able to be in a loving, trusting relationship again because of the things that I've done in my past, fears about ruining the quote unquote best thing that ever happened to me, which I thought was him at the time. And just, you know, like listening to all these outside noises about how I would never find anyone like him again and how he was such a great person and you should give it another chance and all of these things. Like I let it feed into my decision. Um, and we ended up getting back together as we all know, because in that podcast episode, I was like, this is my person. I know that now. And this is the person that I want to do my life with. And clearly, <laughs> that relationship is over that ship has sailed I talked about it in the last episode um in one of the last episodes about my breakup but yeah you know it turns out that that wasn't my person and that's okay and I think that I was so scared again to come to terms with 
that I wasn't happy with him because I had literally told all of you like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. Like he's the best, you know, and I didn't want to go back on my word. Like that was another thing that kind of kept me in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, like social media knows that like I've been through this whole thing and we took a break and like now we're back here and now it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to know that I'm still not happy. Like it was just this, I don't even know. Like I was trying to cover up something I was trying to pretend to be happy when I wasn't truly happy and you know things were good for a little while when we first got back together but I slowly started to feel myself pulling back again you know I had stopped cheating on him I had stopped talking to the guy and cut off ties up until a certain point and then it was like oh my gosh I'm getting the urge to talk to him again like this is not good you know like I'm feeling the same boringness mundaneness this unhappiness in my relationship and like I don't want to put myself back into the headspace that I was before because I know that that was not healthy for me and I will say I did slip up and I did talk to the guy during that time. And I was just like, I can't do this. You know, like we're not going down this road again. So it wasn't like it was last time where I just kind of like allowed myself to fall into this. I don't this this trap of just like cycles. I was like, no, like I have to break this cycle. And so gearing up to my 26th birthday you know I'm finally realizing like it's time for a new era it's time for Mariah 2.0 like she cannot be the same person that she was last year and dealing with the same shit that she was dealing with last year because no we've elevated we're moving on we're different we have changed we have grown like we are so much better now than we were before and so that is why I ultimately decided to officially break things off with my ex-boyfriend and I feel like I'm talking a lot about my ex-boyfriend but that was really like the gist of my quarter-life crisis was struggling with that going back and forth between again should I stay or should I go like it was like a major life issue for me and it is what catapulted my quarter life crisis so it's basically what my quarter life crisis was centered around um and it's what made me question everything else in my life so that's why I'm talking about it so much um but coming into year 26 I was just like I don't want to be that same Mariah that I have been this zombie like this just going through the motions like version of myself like I really want to start living and I really want to be happy again and I really like don't want to pretend to be happy with someone that I know is not fulfilling me in the ways that I want to be fulfilled and so that is ultimately why we decided to break up and it was like after that my mind was just like obviously I was sad obviously I was depressed and I was going through it but I felt such a weight lifted off of my shoulders and I felt like I was finally free I felt like I was finally able to just like be myself and come into my own and really like, again, learn new things about myself and learn how strong I was as a person. Um, so it's definitely been a journey since my quarter life crisis. And I'm not in it anymore. Like I don't feel this need to like know what's going on in, in my life at all times. I don't feel this need to like make a good choice or a bad choice. I don't feel this need to know if there's more for me because now I know that if I think there's more, then I know that there's more. And I don't have to settle for where I'm at in my life right now just because of 
a person or a feeling or a negative thought that I have in my mind. Like I am able to change my life whenever I want to change my life. I am able to accept the things that I want and I'm able to turn away the things that I don't want. And I don't have to just be in this cycle just because it's what's comfortable or just because it's what feels right. You know, I'm not putting myself in that box anymore. And I feel like I cracked the code (laughs) with this. You know, I feel like I've just finally been able to live my life on my terms and be unapologetically myself and make decisions unapologetically. Um, And it can sound harsh and it can seem a little selfish. But like I've mentioned in other podcast episodes, this is the only time in your life that you have to be selfish and you deserve to make choices and decisions that are going to benefit you and your future without having to feel guilty or without having to carry the burden of causing somebody else pain. You know what I mean? You know, like they're going to work through what they have to work through and you're going to work through what you have to work through. And ultimately, you both are going to become better people because of it. So basically what I've learned from then to now is that my life is unwritten and that is the beautiful part of it. And I can change my story at any point in time because I am the author and I control the things that happen and go on in my life. The people that I accept, the opportunities that I take, the places that I move, I have full control over all of that. And I don't have to be cuffed to a place, to a person, to an idea, to a societal standard, I am able to just be me and do whatever that means for me in that moment. Um, So I think that if you are struggling with your quarter life crisis, or if you are dealing with a moment where you just kind of feel like you don't know what to do, you don't know where your life is headed, you're wondering if there's more, I'm here to tell you that there is more and you know that there's more, but you're just scared to take that step into more. So This is the validation and the confirmation that you need to step out on faith and just do the thing that you know that you need to do. Because at the end of the day, like I knew what would help me. I was just so scared and so nervous to make that choice and make that decision. But when you finally do and you're finally able to just let go of it all, then you realize that like it was never really that scary to begin with. And you're going to make it out because you've made it out of everything. Every other negative, sad, depressive, whatever negative situation that you've been in before. It's worked out before. You've made it this far already and you're only going to continue to make it farther. So you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be nervous. There's nothing that you can do that's going to steer you off course. And I just think that once you're able to realize that and accept that, you will be able to make choices based off of what you want and not based off of what people think that you need. And I think I'm just rambling right now. But that is like the one thing that I've learned from then to now is that your life is unwritten and you're the author of your own life and you get to dictate and decide whatever the heck happens in it. And you're never stuck. Oh my God. That's one of the one things that I felt the most during my quarter life crisis was that I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this relationship. I'm stuck in this house with my parents. I'm stuck in this, whatever the case may be. Like I just felt so stuck. And I realized like I was never stuck. I was just scared to make the decision that I knew that I needed to make. And if I would have made the decision earlier, then it probably would have saved me a lot of heartbreak and pain 
throughout the last year and a half. Um, but now I'm able to share my story with you guys and hopefully give you some advice that's going to help you get through your moment or your phase of a crisis, whether it's a quarter life crisis, a midlife crisis, just a mini crisis. I don't know what you're dealing with, um, but I do know that it does get better. And I do know that you don't have to have it all figured out and it's okay. You don't have to be like me being 10 years old in the candy store, leaving the store with nothing because I can't decide what piece of candy I want. Like just pick the candy. The candy is going to be good. Either way it goes. Now with one with one candy, you might have to chew it a little harder. It might stay in your mouth a little bit longer, but it's going to taste good regardless. And you're going to enjoy the outcome of that candy anyways. <laughs> So I think that is all that I have for y'all today. I really do have to go. I'm looking at the time. It's 1.30. I got to be on campus at 1.45 and I got to I gotta leave like right now or else I would have kept talking to you guys. But I've been here for a hot minute. So I think I said what I needed to say and I got my point across and you guys know where I'm at in life now. Well, I guess I, you don't really. Well, I guess you kind of do know where I'm at in life now if you've been listening to the previous podcast episodes. But yes, I am in a new relationship. No, it is not with the person that I cheated on my ex with it is somebody completely new he is amazing and he is incredible and I'm so so happy in this phase of life that I'm in right now and as I mentioned before I am kind of going through a major life change at the moment and when I'm ready to talk about that I will talk about it and it took me a while for me to get used to this new life change. And I was sad about it. I was depressed about it. I had very negative feelings about it. But I had to come back to this. I had to come back to the fact that this was a choice that I made. And this is a consequence of a choice that I made. Not that it's good or bad. It's just a choice. And this is what happened because of that choice. And now this is how the rest of my life is going to have to live out and play out. And that is okay. But I am still in control of my life. And I am still in control of the things that I allow to affect me and I'm just in a much better place mentally now than I have been in a very long time and I'm excited about life I'm excited about the new opportunities that I have I'm excited about this new life that I'm building and the things that I'm going to be doing and it's all just going to work out in the end because it always does and even when my mind tries to play tricks on me and tell me that it isn't I know for a fact that it is. So I'm I don't have to worry and I don't have to stress and I don't have to have this whole crisis episode because things in life aren't going the way that I thought that they were. You know, you learn how to roll with the punches as you get older and that's something that I've been learning how to do now that I'm 26, getting ready to be 27 next year. Um, and hopefully I just continue to gain more knowledge and wisdom and keep living life because I love life and I never want to be in a place where I feel like life is this bad and negative thing because it is such a beautiful thing. Even though bad things can happen in life, you can always turn it around and make it into something beautiful at the end of the day. So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with. I love y'all so much, but I really got to go or else I'm going to miss this freaking buzz. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to leave me a rate and a review. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify, I would really greatly appreciate it. Again, if you haven't ordered merch, 
order it okay i'm telling y'all it's so cute you need it in your life go on the website check it out and yeah i'm gonna go now but i love y'all and i will talk to you guys in my next episode all right bye (laughs) 